speak seductively. Hey, Kyle Cannon Fiction fans. So this is our podcast, Speak Seductively, and we are here today with Estelle Peterson, and she is an author. And how are you today, Estelle? Hi, Estelle. Hi, hi, Kyle. Hi, Lily. It's a a pleasure to meet you both. Um, Thank you so much for having me with you today. Uh, Things are going quite well. So uh, yes, thank you so much for joining us. So Estelle, all of our listeners are really into um, reading books and uh, erotic fiction. And so tell us a little bit about yourself and the books that you write. Yeah, Um, I'm an Australian. Uh, I used to be a journalist. Uh, and I, um, I'm actually living in Norway, of all places. Oh, that's uh, exciting. That, yeah, yeah. Uh, my husband's Norwegian, and we met while he was studying in Australia. Um, so it was either he moves to Australia or I moved to Norway, and uh, that's where I am today. Yeah, wow. and there's nothing but a lot of ocean in between, so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, I've always loved reading and writing since I was a little kid. Um, reading, I, I've uh, got, uh, read quite a lot of books. And I started reading romance books when I was about 15 years old. And I remember saying to myself at the time that um, I wanted to make a bucket list. And on that bucket list was to write a romance book. So um, then, uh, yeah. That's happened, and now I've got Lessons in Seduction, which is uh, published by Black Velvet Seduction. Oh, okay. We did um, an interview with the... With Rick. Uh, yeah, with the editor and, and production. What's his actual title? Uh, Chief Operating C. Officer, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, CEO. Yeah. Yeah, Rick, Rick's a great guy. We had a really fun interview with him uh, about two weeks ago now. Have another one planned for later, but so you were, you were talking about your your book lessons on seduction. I want to I, I do want to get back to that because that's the main reason for talking here. But looking at your bio, um, you, you mentioned that you were a former journalist and um, also that uh, you have uh, a degree in psychology. Yeah. That's really interesting to me that um, that you have these degrees and do they play a role in your writing and how you write your characters? Absolutely. Um, There's a lot of uh, stuff that I um, picked up when I was a journalist, a lot of things that I um, reported on, but there were a lot of uh, elements behind it that I couldn't write about as a journalist for uh, the newspapers. So I've used uh, part bits and pieces of it with my writing and uh, my, um, my psychology background, it's a psychology major, major as part of a Bachelor of Arts. Um, that, that was actually quite useful because I, the, the villain in the story, Lessons in Seduction, there was a lot of psychology that I um, uh, used when I created her character. She's a really interesting one. And uh, one of uh, my, when I had my beta readers read it, they loved her. Really? So our, our readers and Kyle's readers always want to know, and our listeners always want to know, is there ever a little bit of real life in anything that you write? Is there any truth to it as far as experiences that you have had? Yes. 
um, there, uh, most of it is fiction, but in the um, in Lessons and Seduction, there are elements of truth to it. And I think that people who know me quite well would know what, what the truth is and what, what's fictional. I'm, I'm curious, uh, are those parts easier for you to write or are they harder to write? It was actually harder. It yeah. was, it's so much easier to write stuff that I can uh, make up or come up with. Um, and then it was the emotional scenes that were like there was a scene where uh, the main the um, the main character Sapphire has a um, she confronts her mother at a park and that was very emotional uh, and that's based on uh, some elements of truth and that was that was really difficult to write. Mm -hmm. I bet, yeah. I've run across I've run across stuff like that in my own writing where sometimes the personal experiences are easy to just blurt out, but then. The, there's others where I know I want to express it in the book that I'm writing, but just finding the right words, finding the way to get my feelings out is very difficult. Yeah, yeah. So it's so much easier to write about uh, um, other people than to write about myself. Oh, of course. Not <laughs> <laughs> always true. Like it's easy to talk about other people. Uh, <laughs> So what is, what is the main um, idea of Lessons of Seduction? So without giving too many spoilers, tell us about the book. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Okay. It's about a college student. Her name is Sapphire Blake. And uh, she, um, she comes from a very conservative background. Uh, um, and she, she was in a relationship that wasn't the healthiest relationship. So she, at the start of the book, she's fresh out of the breakup and she's uh, ready to um basically um, embark on a new journey to get to know herself better and to um, also um, start to speak up for who she really is. So she meets a, um, a woman called Vera Richland, a very attractive uh, woman, and uh, they're college friends. They, they have, uh, they, they, they're friends, but they also have a little bit of a fling. Mm -hmm. um, and that, that doesn't work out, but uh, she meets uh, uh, Vera's brother, Julian. Okay. And yeah, yeah. So that's where the love story is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it, it sounds like um, there's a little bit of mystery in the book as well, because it sounds like the way that you describe Julian is that um, he's got a bit of a background and a history and maybe some things that um, maybe a nefarious bit of, of lifestyle yeah. So he's a college professor. Mm -hmm. uh, at the start, he's, uh, he's uh, doing his PhD, but the book spans over about five years. Okay. So um, he, he's the typical tall, dark and handsome, very, very sexy, very much of a bad boy. He's a player. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he does have uh, um, a very dark secret. Uh, basically, to pay off his university debts, he's uh, he's um, he is paid by a very wealthy benefactor to uh, um, to provide certain to, to be nice to her. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> in certain ways. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, we'll leave we'll leave the listeners with that little tidbit. So yeah, make you, some... you definitely want the listeners to want to read yeah, yeah. that was a good that was a good uh, 
I won't say cliffhanger there. But. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I do like that little bit of, um, yeah, that's what he does to pay off his debts. And then um, they'll have to read to find out what happens after that. Um, so what, what else do you have in the works? Is there a, um, is there a sequel to this, the lessons on seduction, or is there something coming from it? Um, there is a spin-off that I'm working on. Originally, I was going to make it um, just one book, but the um, I've had quite a bit of feedback from readers who really love Vera. She's a very strong supporting character. Okay. And they've asked me to give her a story. Oh, okay. That's cool. That is really yeah. cool. I like when yeah. books do that, where they take a supporting character and you get to see a little more into their world instead of the characters in the original book's world. So, As, as the author, are you surprised that Vera struck that chord with your readers? I, not really. She's a very strong personality. She's the personification of empowerment. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's uh, actually both, both she and Sapphire personify empowerment, curiosity, and freedom. Oh, okay. That, that yeah. was something that I, I read that uh, seems to be a focus of yours is, is empowerment. Can you explain what that means to you? Yeah. Well, one of the things that, one of the motivational factors behind this book was I've read a lot of romance books. And I got tired of the same damsel in distress and the hero. Yay! And <laughs> Amen. <laughs> <laughs> and and I wanted to. I, I also found that uh, there were a lot of stories where the 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 woman was portrayed in a very positive and strong light at the start, but she loses her voice. And mm -hmm. I didn't want to do that for both Sapphire and Vera. Um, I wanted their voices to become stronger. Yes. Yeah. So I really um, worked on their character development, made sure that they, uh, they are, that, that they're also people who are relatable. Um, that if you saw them you know, at the office or in college, that they're the kind of people that you wanna hang out with. Yeah, we love uh, books like that. We love the real characters and I'm a big fan of having strong women characters and the just exactly what you said with not having the romance novels always being the woman who needs the man to do something for her or or being a perpetual victim or this the person in second place i i lily and i have talked about this a lot i don't like i i, I won't write women characters that way um so i i try to do my role for empowerment too yeah, I, I've actually read um, your book, The Resort. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I saw that in Kate. I, I saw the, uh, the, and that was kind of why I, um, I really enjoyed reading the book. Oh, because oh. I, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I enjoy reading stories with uh, strong characters, uh, female characters, male characters, both. It, it's funny. Um... As a as a male writer, and I do, I do consider myself romance and erotica, but I, I feel like I'm out on a you know an island by myself. There aren't a whole lot of other male writers. Um, as a female writer, do you find it hard to find your own voice among a you know a, a sea of other female romance writers? 
Um, I've been really, really lucky because I have a really great uh, group of writers. Um, we call I call them the sweet and sass, uh, sassy writers. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> they know who they are, and, and uh, um, I hope that they will be listening to this. But uh, they have helped me um, carry my voice out and stand by my characters and stand by um, my voice throughout the whole process of getting the book out. Oh, that's, that's great. That, that helps. That helps a lot. Um, I know uh, Lily had asked you about a, a second book, and you told us about Vera. Um, do you have plans beyond that? Do you do you envision more for your characters, a, a, a broader world for them, or more books, or just more in books? Book. Yeah, um, I've submitted a short story. It's a cowboy romance. Oh, for, yeah. Um, Black Velvet Seductions is planning a a um, cowboy romance anthology for twenty twenty one. And uh, that one, uh, Rick accepted it. So I was like super thrilled. Great. And that will be coming out next year. So I, I'm curious because, you know, we're in America. And so our idea of cowboy. And so what is, what is the definition of cowboy to an Australian by way of Norway? <laughs> Or a, a Norwegian yeah. by way of Australia. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was, uh, I'm from Queensland and uh, we have, uh, um, Queensland's a really big state in Australia. So we have the outback. And when I think about a, a we don't all really call, uh, it, it depends. Some, some Australians would say, oh yeah, we call them cowboys. Um, others would say, no, um, they're more country lads. But uh, um, <laughs> I had the, um, I was really lucky that I got the experience of working in a small country town mm-hmm. in Western Queensland. And I got to meet um, quite a few cowboys. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And, so is uh, the story going to be based in Australia? It is. It okay. is. So it's an Australian cowboy romance. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm also curious. Is it is it current history or have you gone back in time for that? It's current. It's okay. contemporary, and it's got um, some BDSM and kink. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, and everything is. Um, I, I try to make sure that uh, whatever they do, um, that it's uh, safe and sane and consensual. That's really important. That's yes. that's a that's a big thing for us as we're as I'm writing that. Um, our, one of my tags is, is sex positive because I don't believe things should be, it, it should, one person shouldn't be dominating the other unless they're into that. Um, <laughs> but, but it should be safe no matter what you're doing. It's safe and consensual. I think that's a great way to put it. Yeah, exactly. So I did test it out with some beta readers before submitting it. And I did some heavy editing and, uh, I, think that they were quite pleased with the story so um, yeah and, and that that says a lot because uh that that's really important for me uh that all my stories are sex positive mm-hmm. yeah and I, I are you do you find like I think we are in a small group like because I I know a lot of Rick's writers that that seems to be the the uh take that everybody in that group wants to wants to follow 
but I also see so many who don't. Um, and, and I don't really know what to think about that. Yeah. Well, I've, um, I'm an ambassador for a writing community mm -hmm. and I see a lot of books. And one of my uh, roles is to uh, make sure that the uh, writing community is safe. So um, I do flag down uh, books that are, um, that are, that don't meet the guidelines. Yeah. Okay. Um, is that, that the Romance Writers of Australia group? No, no, okay. that's, that's a yeah different group. Okay. Um, and just to make sure that uh, the, the romances, like, they, they don't promote things like child sex exploitation, mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the whole daddy kink that's kind of taken too far. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. And actually, that's what I that that that's one of the things I was talking about. I just find that really disturbing, distasteful on, on many levels. And you know, I'm sorry if I'm losing listeners and readers, but I, I just don't understand that. I don't no. understand the attraction there. Uh, neither do I. It, it's uh, it's dangerous. It's both mm -hmm. unhealthy and it's very dangerous. Yeah, I think there's yeah. so many other. You know, I've read. Uh, several things by other authors and I love the approach people take when they're taking a sex positive because I think it makes them um, think about what they're writing rather than just blot out anything on on the page if that makes sense exactly yeah. trying to make sex sell no matter what and and to me it makes it more sensual when you do it that way um, and and I can tell I can tell when a writer has taken the time to be sensual in their writing rather than just be um, vulgar. Maybe? Vulgar. Vulgar is yeah. a good word for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm. I'm. I'm curious about this. Um, I saw that you like wine, so I've got to ask: when you sit down, because I, I have some things that I do when I sit down and I start writing. Do you have a glass of wine with you as you sit down and start writing? Sometimes. Okay. Some, what uh, What would yeah. it be then? <laughs> um, I like all kinds of wine. Um, I like Riesling. That's my favorite. I, for some reason, I, I like the really sweet wines. I like, okay. um, yeah. So uh, I, I love the Australian wines because uh, it reminds me of home and, you know, me being in Norway. It's a little bit hard to travel home at the moment. I bet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah. So um, I, when I go to the, uh, the wine stores, I get my Australian wines and um, I, I don't actually drink so much because all it takes is a glass and I get really, really tipsy. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that makes writing difficult. It does. Yeah. We, we, love, we love wine, especially red wines. But um, when I sit down to write, I usually have a small glass of bourbon. And yeah. when I get to the bottom of it, I'm probably too tipsy to continue writing. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so how how does I, your um, relationship with your husband and how does he feel about the romance writing? He's fantastic. Um, if he's listening to this later on, he will probably be turning red. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he's a younger man. Uh -huh. um, yeah, he's about four and a half, a little under five years younger than me. And uh, um, he's, uh, he's very liberal, very open-minded and very supportive. 
Good. So uh, I, he doesn't really read my books. I think he would be, uh, I think I would definitely make him turn red. Oh. But, <laughs> but he's been actively supporting and promoting my books to his social circle of friends, which is really sweet. And he's also very sex positive. That's great. It's always great to have a partner who's in on it with you. You know, Kyle and I do this together. We do the podcast together. I narrate or I um, do the audiobooks that we produce. And yeah, I mean, we've done pretty much this whole thing, our brand together. And so I think it's great when couples can enjoy each other's work. Mm -hmm. it, yeah. it moves it from work to something that, that helps bond more than anything else yeah yeah it's uh I, I i like that teamwork and the support it's the emotional support that's that's just incredibly important mm -hmm. do you find yourself writing any of your male characters that sound like him um no <laughs> well actually <laughs> there there is one story i i made and it's uh, i haven't published it it's just something that's more for fun Oh yeah, and uh, I I based it on him, and when he read a little bit of it, I think he he's uh, he turned red. So oh. <laughs> I don't think that that will go out anytime soon. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and his parents, uh, his whole family. I've got my sister-in-law. Um, she's she's right here with me, and uh, they they're all super supportive. Oh good. Yeah. That's that's amazing to have that kind of a support group around you. It helps a lot. It is. It's. Uh, I, I'm very lucky. So, how can our listeners find the um, lessons on seduction and maybe follow you or find you and um, start supporting what you do? Yep. So I have a website. It's just www.elusiveromance.com. Uh, uh, but the, there's also an Amazon site. I, um, yeah, my, uh, readers can find me in my books or my, I've got one book at the moment, but there will be more <laughs> on the, the Amazon site and also black velvet seductions. They, um, that, that's actually a really easy way to access my book. It's www.blackvelvetseductions.com. Uh, Okay. And we'll put up yeah. all of those links. And just for the listeners who might only be listening to the podcast and maybe not looking at the links um, to find you and on Amazon, it would be Estelle. So is it Pedersen or Peterson? Peterson. Peterson. Okay. So it's for our, just our listeners, listeners, um, P-E-T-T-E-R-S-E-N, if you want to um, find her on Amazon. So just in case people are listening and not looking at the um, links or anything. So yeah, but we will put these, uh, the links out there and um, I'll, I'll promote it on Twitter with the links. So hopefully, hopefully everybody is clicking on those and curious about it. Um, I know we're, we're getting to the end. We've taken a lot of your time already, but I'm wondering, can you get, give the readers, give the listeners a good reason why they should go and get your book? If you haven't, I think you've done it already, but kind of summarize it. Yeah. If they want a steamy erotic romance that uh, is written with uh, quality and care and has um, strong characters 
where the hair, um, the female character is empowered. Um, that's one good reason to, to buy my book and to read it. And this is Lily Cannon, and I support that message (laughs) (laughs) that all of our listeners out there who love what we do and love what Kyle and I do, um, I absolutely support that. And I think everybody should go out and and support this book that um, is quality and care. I love that kind of tagline for it, that it's it's written with quality and care, because we did, um, we we have read some of it. And so... um, the language that you use and the vocabulary and the elevated vocabulary. I love that about some erotic novels too, that when they're written, and I'm just going to keep stealing your, your line, the quality and care, um, there's, there's something more elevated about it. And I, I appreciate that. And I enjoy that. Thank you. Yeah, we are, our thing, we need to finish reading it. We've got so many books in the works right now. (laughs) But um, it was it was engaging when we got started with it. So I, hopefully in the next day or two, we'll we'll get that finished. Yeah, it's definitely one I'll be finishing up. Um, just, you know, I'll, I'll say it again. I just love those female characters because I think women empowerment is definitely something that is um, needed and necessary. And I'm excited to see where you go in the future with all of this. This this was really good. Well, thank you very much, Kyle and Lily. Uh, I, um, I'm excited about the future too. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and uh, uh, thank you for joining us. If you could hang on, um, mm-hmm. I, I just want to remind our listeners, go to the, the links and follow those. And we really want to thank Estelle for joining us today. So thank you once again, Estelle. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Kyle. And thank you, Lily. It was a real pleasure talking to you both. Yes. Thank you so much. Welcome to Speak Seductively. If you were listening and would like to support us, please follow the link to make a donation. Our goal is to bring better quality and more guests. Your support always helps. Yeah.